Ah, it's deprogrammed, and I'm still peaking. That's crazy. Uh, my name is Justin, and I'm a host of sorts. And uh, hey, man, we're going to do stuff. But first, you might enjoy this program. Possibly. That might be why you're listening. And if you do enjoy this program, look, patreon.com slash oh hi, Justin. I'm giving you the secret. That's the inside tip. Patreon.com slash oh hi, Justin. There's a lot going on there. I'm telling you, there's the Oh Hi Justin pod. It's a daily pod of my stupidity, which is great. It's uh, this show, three days early. You get the Wrestle Pals as soon as it posts. And, uh, oh, I forgot to mention, the Oh Hi Justin pod, you get that a full week before the rest of the world. Now, that's insanity. Uh, you also get uh, these ghouls tracks and maybe a comic book, random uh, Twitch streams, and all sorts of stuff on the way. So, I'm just saying, $1 a month gets you quite a bit and uh, stuff. Now, we're talking about the Blues Brothers today. I got to bring in my Skype panel. That <laughs> This is only the second time. I don't mind doing it this way, actually. Uh, it, it's turned out all right so far. But uh, returning for the second week straight, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Keith Darrow. Oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> Dude, two weeks in a row. Well, I mean, it was going to be anyway, because it was going to be Jimmy Eat World, but... <laughs> yeah, well, you know, spread it out a little bit, spread the love, and then uh, still get some episodes in. Yeah, and also joining us on the other Skype line, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, he's got a ton of names too, but uh, we're going to go with, oh, dudes, Alfredo Torres. <laughs> Did you just dudes me? Hey, I had to. It's been a long time. Well... <laughs> It's been, yeah, well, I, I, I see that after uh, the last fiasco that we had at my house, and now you want to Skype, so that this way, if I piss you off, you just hang up. Hang up. Oh, sorry, dude. We lost you. Bad internet connection, dudes. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, you, the, you were on the, we did the Fredo sessions, which, by the way, all in all, was a blast. Next well, time, yeah, next time, bring Keith up. <laughs> I think uh, you guys are up, you know, fine. We'll, we'll talk about this up front. Um, uh, Stevie Wonder Part 2. I think we're going to start put that on the books and start listening to that soon so we can get that in on the next session, maybe. I'm, I'm all about that. Maybe For like, sure. maybe no. I got to go back and listen to the first episode, see where we left off. Yeah, I think I, st- yeah. I think I, st- I, no, go ahead. I think you said you were done with the 60s and yeah. you're going to the 70s because I, cause I chastised you. You did. You did. And uh, I had to sit you straight on it. Yes, and you did. Because I, I, was, I, was, I was about to give you what for <laughs> and then give uh, Keith what five. Mm. Because, um, I see what it, you did I, there. Yeah, they did good. I'm like, because I was, I, I was irate. I was like, hot up. And where's this song? And where the hell's that song? And you're just like, dude. Broke it up into, yeah, we broke it up into two. So what do you want from my life? <laughs> um, so today we're here to talk about the Blues Brothers, though. Um, so, okay, so let's let's put it out there. Uh, we were supposed to do Jimmy Eat World last week. And so Blues Brothers kind of came about here. Like, we needed something that was quick turnaround. Uh, that we'd be able to get all three panel members together in a relatively uh, fast fashion. Um, and Blues Brothers, to be honest, has been sitting on the list almost since the inception of the show. So it was, it's kind of a no-brainer in all actuality. 
Actually, I, I thought it was a very much a brainer, and I thought it's been sitting a while because it's all covers, and yeah. everybody who knows you knows that you hate covers. Yeah, I mean that's not that's not incorrect. You know, I mean I I I'm not that is part of why it sat there. But the the big reason was because I knew there wasn't a ton of material to go through, so I was waiting for a time like this where it's like. Well, we need something to blast through, and this has been sitting around for a while. You know, why wouldn't this be the next one? Yeah, it's only three albums. Yeah. I, Actually, I, perfectly no. honest, but I didn't listen to any of the stuff. When you told me we were doing Blues Brothers, I was like, all right, I'll go write my list right now. <laughs> it's four albums on Skype. And the reason I say it's four is because that compilation album has stuff that's not on the other three. Oh, well. Which compilation album is that? It's some, um, uh, of course, you're going to make me look it up after I got rid of it. Um, uh, <laughs> it would have been uh, nice to have had this information before we started recording. Well, I didn't look at it until 25 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because I had to write my, because uh, you know me, I, I had to write my facts. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up, and then there's, after the three albums, there's like a compilation album at the bottom. Right, and, and that's that's a two album set, and it's got one or two or three songs that that are not on the other three albums. It's got a excusez mon moi mon chéri on it. That's the only song on here that isn't on one of the other three albums. Look okay, Keith. well that could have made somebody's list. Look at Keith with the knowledge. Well, it's because he called it up. <laughs> yeah, I got Spotify handy. <laughs> right. so, um, uh, well, you know me and technology. I was scared that if I press Spotify that we'd be disconnected and I'd be listening to. <laughs> You know something, but I mean, it, it added one song because we got four that were that were taken away from us. Well, see, I included. I, well, I just went through and listened to them. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, uh, I, I told I, you boys which four they were, and you know, there's YouTube's. Yeah, that's what I did, because uh, one of those four was absolutely going to make my list. So, like, I just wanted to make sure I listened to make sure it was the song I thought it was. I I I didn't have any of those four on my list because when we make the Spotify list. I don't. I don't know if we can get the, that version of that song. And at the end of the day, it's got to be a Blues Brothers list. I hear you. I hear so, you. Yeah, I think that stuff's old enough now that you might have been able to find it on YouTube. But uh, I figured you'd have it on vinyl anyways, Fredo. Not. I've right now. Do I have Made in America on vinyl? I've got briefcase full of blues, and I might have Made in America on on the section of of uh, I don't know, probably seven hundred albums I haven't listened to yet. Fair enough. <laughs> I've got I've got them on CD. I've got them on vinyl. I've got them digitally, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I'm covered. <laughs> which is which is why my list was easy to write when you said, "Nay, let's just do Blues Brothers." I said, "All right, tell me yeah, what you want to do." Yeah. I, I, Keith, could you have gotten twenty? Yes. Yeah, I told that to to Justin when we uh, we were waiting for you to connect. I could have easily have done twenty. Oh, totally. And then let's see, we got. Well, eleven on briefcase. Uh, I see what the, how they did it on Spotify here. Eleven on the soundtracks. I mean, we got you know thirty-two tunes. Yeah. To, to narrow it down to ten, and I'll be honest, I broke the rules again. I came here with sixteen because <laughs> a rebel like that. Look yeah, I I I crossed out my sixteenth right before we got on. I didn't even realize I had sixteen. I realized that when I was going to put number seventeen on. <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's talk about because uh, Keith, you were the one who offered up the Blues Brothers again, like way towards the beginning of the show. 
What and again, when I said, ah, "Why don't we do the Blues Brothers? Why don't we finally get that one done?" Uh, you were like, "All right, I got it." <laughs> yeah. What is it about well, the Blues the Brothers thing, for you? It, it's the movie. It's the characters. Um, you know, it's my own personal history with the Blues Brothers. To be perfectly honest, I fell in love with the movie in high school. Uh, became mildly obsessed. Bought a Crown Victoria that I was going to turn into a Bluesmobile. That was an <laughs> oh my god. Um, I dressed up as the Blues Brothers for ODU basketball games. I learned playing to play, yeah, they learned how to play harmonica purely because of Elwood Blues. Wow. Um, so you know, it's the music, it's the the groove, it's the atmosphere. It's just you know, the, it's the characters. And I, mean, I can tell you exactly when I fell in love with that movie. It was when they're sitting in in the uh, room with the penguin. And uh, Jake tells her, I guess you're really up shit creek. She goes, what'd you say? I was like, oh, he's going to repeat it again. And then sure as shit, he did. She hit him, got down the stairs. I was like, yep, this movie's great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Fredo, you jumped on shortly after that because this panel has been set for a good year and a half, two years almost. Uh, You jumped on almost immediately. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the Blues Brothers. I mean, when you, and here's, here's the thing. Uh, everybody knows about my love of music and so on and so forth, but that love didn't, uh, you know, happen yesterday. I got into music at a very, very young age. And you're very old now. (laughs) You know what? I I, I will punch you in the face the next time I see you. Is Keith still invited to the second Fredo sessions? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get out of that trip, Um, Justin. I hadn't noticed. (laughs) uh, Anyway, so... When uh, I found out about the Blues Brothers, I remember seeing them on Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live, and I didn't realize that, that they were actually John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. I thought they were a musical act. Um, and then, so, so I, I got a little bit into them, and I started listening to their music, and then come to find out everything they did was a cover. Yeah. Which made me go back and search out the original stuff and some of the stuff I knew, uh, you know, and we'll talk about some of those songs, uh, but some of the stuff I didn't. And that opened up a whole new world for me musically. So, I mean, the conversation here, um, since you kind of just put it out there that it, it, it is like 100% covers, um, it kind of goes into that same conversation of the gorillas and the monkeys where it's like that line of, what's a real band um and now you know you brought up saturday night live as well now that's my question which came first saturday night live or the movies well saturday, saturday night live okay so the, it, it actually the, the album actually came first didn't it fredo or did that i'm trying to I'm trying, no no uh, they opened up for steve martin oh yeah no right they, no, they, I, I saturday night live came out 75 yeah they did the king b skit they right. did the blues brothers thing they opened up for steve martin which gave us the briefcase full of blues album Right, they opened up for uh, the Grateful Dead. Yep, at Winterland. Right. So, uh, so I mean, uh, yeah, no, it, the, the show came first. Now, both Dan, uh, Dan Aykroyd and, and I was going to say John Candy, and John <laughs> Belushi were part of the Second City TV comedy troupe. So right. they might have done Blues Brothers skits back then. Okay, so that was my next question. So it it started as a skit, like these were just two characters that Belushi and Aykroyd made up, and they're like, ah, you know what? Let's put a band around it. Right, and, and, and yeah. it's a hell of a band. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, Justin, you're talking about, you know, what constitutes a real band. I mean, the musicians they got, I mean, they got the musicians from, you know, this era. I mean, to Steve, Steve Cropper, Duck Dunn played with Booker T and the MGs and Otis Redding, you know, you had the horn section and they combined so many different styles of blues. You know, you had the rhythm section that was kind of that R and B and you had Matt Guitar Murphy on guitar giving it that older Delta Blues sound, and then you had the electric kind of, I say I say electric, but the horn sound, which kind of gave it that newer blues sound. They, you had you had guys, honestly, who, who played a lot. A lot of these guys, you, you know, they were part of the old Sax Records mm-hmm. um, uh, record label. So a lot of these guys played these types of songs, if not on these songs, you know. So. Um, when they put this band, when when Belushi and Aguirre put this band together, it wasn't just a bunch of you know musicians that were hanging around. They went and got authentic musicians who played the blues and who played on these records, and that band was incredible. Yeah, and see, they just had the SNL band for like the first two or three skits, and then when this whole when they realized what they were going to do with it, they were like, "No, we need to get an actual band put together." Right. Now the the these musicians they're just they are tremendous cuz uh I think that's my hardest thing here because you know you know their covers and so like there's that in my head but like at the same time I'm listening to it and I'm just like man like I didn't overthink my picks which is something rare with me I just kind of whatever I felt and uh I I didn't even have to make any additional cuts I hit my I actually uh, I I think it was 16 when I was through and I only had to cut one, but like I, I didn't want to overthink it because I, with, with such a, first of all, with such a limited catalog, I don't think that there's wrong answers. Um, you know, again, I, I hate repeating that, but, uh, it's there, again, some bands that's, that's just the truth. And the, the feeling for most of this is right on point. So I, I don't know that. No, go ahead. Yeah, they're covers, but are they covers to you? Do you know this music or not? I mean, if this is something new to you. Most of it. You know, so it's it should be an invitation to go and learn about it. Yeah. I, I've, you know, I, I my, my record collection has been growing by leaps and bounds. And I just bought an album by, uh, by the Rolling Stones. And I found out that they did a song called I'm Free. Mm-hmm. It's the song that became a hit for the Soup Dragons. I'm free to do what I want any old time. So that song, which when I originally heard it, thought they did it. Turns out it's a song that the Stones did in 67. So it's a cover. Yeah. You know, so I mean, what what constitutes a in In your mind, what constitutes a cover? It's just the fact that you know the song? That's true. you know, well, well that actually brings up a very good point because one of the songs, um, I'm trying to think, uh, no, it's actually not on this one. It's from the second soundtrack, um, "Respect" by Aretha Franklin. Everyone knows her as you know that is her song. Otis Redding did it first. Right. Yeah. That was the cover. Yeah. Oh. Well, it, and that kind of goes back to the Stevie Wonder episode part one. Like those musicians early on, there a lot of them aren't writing their own stuff. They're just kind of there's like especially Aretha, like a, a lot of, st- a lot of stuff that she did have had been done by like three or four, sometimes even five musicians at the same time, really. Yeah. But you're talking about a time where 
people repeated music. If mm-hmm. you look at the 60s and, and take, you know, pick the genre, it doesn't matter, rock, R&B, soul. If a song was a hit, groups would go and put their spin on it. Yeah. You know, uh, look at early Beatles, early Stones. Motown had a writing group. Mm-hmm. And when they came out with a song, you know, just about everybody put it on their albums. Yeah. So, it, I mean, so what's the original? What's the cover? Uh, you, you know, that, that kind of gets thrown out the window because, again, you could pick any song and there could be multiple versions of it. And if you like a song, does that become the original? The original, the first person who did it? Was it the original the first time you heard it? You know? I think, you hear? I think the, the, the best example of what you're talking about right now is uh, Jimi Hendrix's um, All Along the Watchtower. Because obviously yeah, that's not his probably. song, but that's that's his song to me. Yeah. See, that's or, or, or how about I'm uh, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, Guns and Roses, Eric Clapton, uh, Bob Dylan, who wrote the song, three completely different versions of it. Um, which one? What was the first time you heard it? You know. It's. I mean, it's. It's definitely an interesting, interesting thought and a different, different way to look at it. And, and again, I, I've said that sometimes a cover, it, if it's a cover that I know is a cover, but it's a cover that is done number one really well and number two adopted to the band that does it, um, that that will I will take that into account. But if it's a cover that's a cover that is just kind of note for note boring cover and there's other things i'd rather put through for whatever band it is that's where you know that's where i make the separations with that being said the name of the game is deprogrammed and um today obviously we're talking blues brothers so the three of us have combed through the blues brothers the 33 songs available on spotify i know that um fredo had a little extra listening, but uh, we, we each have picked out 15 songs to uh, mash together and make a top 10 starter kit for uh, for the Blues Brothers. If you're like me and for whatever reason have just been sitting on it for a long time, uh, 10 songs to jump in and go, cool, this is, this is what they are. I'll listen to this. And also we have the extra wrinkle uh, this week. It started last week for the first time. Uh, the round where we're going to pick the number one with a bullet. So that's the song that you absolutely have to listen to. All right. That means I need to jump in here. I think I'm going to go right at the top of my list. It was the first, pretty much the first song I heard. I'm going Hey, Par- hey Bartender. Oh, that's on. That's that, that's definitely on my list. 1955, Floyd, Floyd Dixon did the original. Oh. I don't have it. It is. I do love the song, but it's not on on my list. I I had to cut it for some other stuff. That's the way it goes. All right, so uh, we'll go with Keith. You know, I'm going to start off with uh, the title opening. Well, not the title track, but the opening track for uh, Briefcase, Can't Turn You Loose. Uh, I don't know if you guys considered that the track or not, but I Can't Turn You Loose, the opening and ending for Briefcase. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't include any of their opening tracks. I didn't because even though I think it is iconic, and I think it, like technically speaking, it should. 
it it's so sh- like it isn't like a oh it isn't a song you know what i mean like it's it's an opening so i i i, I left it out yeah, yeah I, I kind of figured you guys might do that, but I've, I wanted to at least throw it out there because, I mean, this is another one where it's this is an Otis writing tune. It's actually got lyrics. I mean, there is, you know, there it is an actual song. It's not just an instrumental thing. Um, and it was in it was actually in the movie. They used it for the movie as well as the opening as their opener for the uh, Palace Hotel Ballroom. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. I, I left out um, uh, the Soul Finger Funky Broadway because they didn't sing in it. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I, that opening. That opening of uh, it made a, I think it was Made America. Yeah. Yeah, I left that one out because of that. Otherwise, because that opening, that that soul finger opening is hot. Yeah, it is. They come yeah. in just hit right with it. <laughs> All right, Fredo. All right, I'm uh, I'm gonna let me uh, hold on, let me look here, let me look here, cause I, I got so much. Uh, here you go. I'm gonna go with the song off the soundtrack. That the that that was a. Originally recorded in 1958 by Frankie Lane and has been covered by everybody from Johnny Cash to the Dead Kennedys. The theme from Rawhide. Got <laughs> You do? Yeah. All right, let me scroll. I got a pure, well, I, I kind of was gaming the system a little bit. I got Rawhide because I also, that whole scene that where they're doing that in Bob's Country. Oh, classic. Where, where John Belushi or J- Jake Blues gets the whip and, you know, cracks it and knocks the the cigarette out of the girl's mouth. I've heard, I haven't confirmed it, but I've heard that was the inspiration for uh, Whip It by Devo, that their really? music video. Huh. Okay, so I don't have that, but... Oh, my God. It, and well, <laughs> that's the game. It's still, it's still early. It's still early. And I also, I also have to point out, I don't think I've ever seen Blues Brothers all the way through. I think I've only kind of seen bits wow. and pieces at, at a time. Of a bitch. I know, right? So You know what? Keith and I are hanging up in protest. <laughs> <laughs> that's some bullshit right there. Well, what do you want for my life? Uh, that's the other reason why I, uh, I've been putting this off because I, I just hadn't seen the movie, so I don't have the Seriously, attachment. Seriously, I feel like you should have. You you would have been able to listen to the soundtrack by watching the movie, and you could <laughs> pick up songs from there. That's the way you should have done the soundtrack uh, album. Just saying. And, and I, I'm telling you, sit down and watch the movie. Take two hours of your life, watch it. You're gonna piss your pants. But I've Great. got I've got so much GTA to play. <laughs> okay, all right. No, nobody cares about that. All right, let me move on to the uh, to my next pick. Uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna go here because I love the little intro. Um, Elwood saying, "Oh, I think I've got them right. The names right." Saying that his his brother doesn't doesn't do this very often. Oh, he's taking his jacket off. Uh, yes. I'm going with guilty. I know where you're going. Guilty, guilty, uh, guilty. I have it. I, I, that was that was the number sixteen song. Oh, I took it off. But uh, man. oh man, is, is it Delbert McClinton? Oh, it's Delbert McClinton. I thought I heard Randy Newman do it. Oh no, excuse me, Delbert McClinton. Yeah, it is Randy Newman. Uh, okay, Delbert McClinton is another movie. He's on the set. Yeah, I've got that one too. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, no, this one's a uh, Randy Newman song. All right, I like, yeah. I like the slow ballad. So I mean, I've got it. Yeah. it and, and you know what? It, it if you want to actually hear uh, John Belushi sound soulful. Yeah, man. That's what Uh-oh. I. That's why I kept it. I was like, yeah, this is he. He sounds great here. This sounds like you said soulful. It's yeah. I was all about it. 
Yeah. All right, Keith. Uh, let's see. You know, I'm just going down a briefcase full of blues. Groove me. Oh, nope, nope, nope. Oh, there's a there's a first no. Yeah. Oh, for two. Oh. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I didn't have uh, Can't Turn You Loose. Or you guys didn't have Can't Turn You Loose. Yep. No. All right, Fredo? All right. Now, since I mentioned Delbert McClinton, let's go with uh, with his song off a of briefcase. Uh, B-Movie Boxcar Blues. Got it. I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I love that version of that song. It's a really good song. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, well, I mean, so nothing unanimous yet, but we do have four through to the conversation. So good. nothing, you know, nothing to worry about yet. <laughs> but let me ask you guys this. Mm-hmm. Are you messing with the kid? <laughs> hey, Fredo. Uh, I am not. I don't have it. Fredo? I don't either. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, my it God. is. Well, and that's what Fredo and I were saying at the beginning. You know, we had way more than fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it would easily be most of those thirty-two songs. I, I, can, I can guarantee <laughs> you that, that there'd be three songs already moved on. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I love when he goes, "Hey guys, are you messing with the kid?" No, we ain't messing. With the kid. <laughs> then he throws it out to the audience, and the audience is like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keith. Let's see. Flip, flop, fly. Damn it. Nope. Nope. I am over three. <laughs> this is weird. Go. I guess it, but you know what? You're On my list, you're hitting the songs that if, if we did the 20. Yeah. You know. I get that. And that's the same thing with the ones I haven't had. Yeah. And and here's the thing, too. We made it We made it more difficult by... Sure. By... by Taking away five. You might want to think about doing it that way, <laughs> Justin. Doing what? Uh, making 15 instead of 20 for the regular. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. There'd be a lot more discussion at the end, I, I would imagine, because I imagine we're going to have quite the discussion here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If we continue with this break, but we're narrowing it down. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. All, All right. right let's, let's go. It's my turn, right? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Here's going to be the first unanimous one. Are you ready? <laughs> Originally recorded by Robert Johnson in 1936, Sweet Home Chicago. Got it. Let's see. Yep, I got it. There it is. There it is. Ding, ding, ding. There it is. Had to, right? Oh, yeah. That's what it well, felt like. Like, I was listening to it. I was like, I, I I, can't exactly explain it, but this one has to go in. This is just good. <laughs> it, it, to me, that song symbolizes the, the Blues Brothers. I don't know why. I can see that. Well, I mean, the mo- I mean, if you go back and watch the movie, I mean, the- it's going to sound silly, but the other character in the movie that no one really talks about is the town of Chicago. I mean, they filmed yeah. in Chicago. They made these landmarks of Chica- in Chicago a part of their movie. You know, when I went to – Sarah and I went to Chicago last July, I spent a day going around to Ray's Music Exchange, the uh, City Hall building. Right. You know, I-, I went into all this – not all of them, but a good handful of places that were within our area because – I got to see those locations specifically. You know, I got I I saw those in the movie. I wanted to be there, and it's like, hey, thirty, no, geez, forty years ago, these guys were filming an awesome movie. <laughs> all right, so we're back to me. Yeah, uh, all right, who's making love? Got it. Not me. Huh. Oh no, that's a lie. Yep, I got it. 
Bam. There we yes. go. There we go. All right. Sorry, I, I went and I wrote all of that stuff for this. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Uh, Keith. All right. I'm going to uh, see if I can continue my streak here. <laughs> uh, I ain't got you. Oh, I got that. I don't. Yes. 1955, Calvin Carter. And it was covered by the Yardbirds in 64. Uh-huh. I like that little touch, Fredo. I'm glad you did that. Uh, Fredo, your turn. I'm going to go with Off the Made in America. Originally done by Wayne Cochran. Known as the White Knight of Soul and the White James Brown. All right. His song, Going Back to Miami. I don't have it, but I love that song. I'm almost ah. positive I've got it. Yep, there it is. Yeah, there it. it is. Oh, I can't believe you didn't have that one. That's such a... I, I, oh. If we had 20... Yeah, you know, there it is. There Chris, it is. a bartender messing with the kid. Those three would have been yeah. on my list. But, I mean, it's going through. I ain't worried. Yeah, we, yeah. It's it, it gets to hang around for the combo. Um, All right, let me... Uh... Wayne Cochran died recently, too. Yep, uh, last year. Wow. Yeah, November 21st, 2017. Yep. Let me bounce this one off, you guys. Riot in cell block number nine. Oh, yes. Nope. Oh! oh. <laughs> but we are still in good shape. Although, I will say this. At this pace, it's possible we may end up putting all all the combo in. There's no, two, two... I, at this weight, we got to knock it down to ten. It's one, two, three, two, four. Three. Five, six, seven. Right now seven. We've, we've got oh, so seven in the combo. Two, two are unanimous. Right, but we still got. Well, I still got. Yeah, like seven. Yeah. To talk to talk <laughs> about. I'm just saying, we'll see. <laughs> At this pace, we'll see. All right. Uh, let's see. That was me, right? Yep. All right, Keith. My turn. I will stick with uh, the Made in America album, and this is actually my last one off the Made in America album. Do you love me? Do you love me? Oh, no. No, I don't got it. No, that's a guy. Who did that? The contours. Oh, and they even threw in the James Brown uh, mother popcorn in the middle. Yep. Oh, you guys couldn't yep. have one on the list, you jerks. <laughs> 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 All right, Fredo? Yeah, I, I put the contours in. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right. The 1974... Uh, I got everything I need almost oh. off of briefcase full of blues. Nope. Nope. Wow. Are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's another good one. Yeah. Uh, the whole the whole briefcase album could have gone. We could have did that. We really could have did that album. I was thinking that. I mean, it's ten easily. I think it's like eleven, ten or eleven tracks. Yeah. Spotify real quick. Yeah. Yeah, 12 tracks. And two of those tracks, I can't turn you loose. So we could have taken those two off and done the 10 just from Briefcase. Exactly. You know, there is, you know, the the phones we got now, you can put stuff on them, pictures and the like. And, uh, but I don't have a lot of space on it, but there's only one album that I always keep on my phone, and it's Briefcase Full of Blues. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like this one's the elephant in the room. Um, now, whether or not you guys have said elephant, I don't know, but this is the one that I know the Blues Brothers for. Soul Man. Of course. Yes. You know, that song was written by uh, uh, Isaac Hayes. Ah. 
1967. Him and well, him and Dave. I can't. I can't think of David's last name, uh, Powers or some some shit like that. But Isaac Hayes, yep. When yeah, well, the, uh, in the second and Sam and Dave when they did this song and it, you know it was popular, they had a good hit with it. Um, in the second chorus, when they go play it, Steve or whatever it is they say, to, they're saying it to the same Steve Cropper that yep. Jake Blues is saying it to in this song. Uh, yep. So it gives some legitimacy to this uh, the song. And yeah. and, and again to the band. Yeah. Steve the Colonel Cropper. Yeah. John <laughs> Beard. Dig it. Didn't he just die? Uh, I know McIntyre Murphy died a few years ago. I, no, I, I think uh, McIntyre Murphy died. Dunn's dead. Um, I think Steve Cropper's dead, too. And, Matt, and I thought McIntyre Murphy died this year. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. McIntyre Murphy did die this year. God. Yeah. Don, uh, uh, Donald Dunn. Um, he died a, a few years ago. Yeah, he was great. He, you want to talk about it in that um uh, in that mold of a John Entwistle where chaos is going around them. He's just steady, like a like a rock man. Didn't move. Didn't just had his pipe, pipe in his mouth and playing his bass. And he had some of the weirdest lines in that movie, but that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cropper is still alive. Okay, good. All right, seventy six. All right, Keith, it is your turn, sir. All right, let's see. Let's go with She Caught the Candy from the uh, soundtrack. I got it. Yep, I got it too. All right. That was uh, Taj Mahal, by the way. And Katie, for those of you who don't know out there listening, is a train. Yep. It's a a route, isn't it? The MKT, the Missouri, Texas line? Exactly. All right, Fredo. Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? On now the conversation. This is this is the yeah. Now it's getting a little rough. This this to me was the elephant in the room. Uh, originally done by the Spencer Davis Group, Steve Winwood singing '66, off the soundtrack. Give me some loving. I don't got it. Neither one of you. Nope. Wow. It's a good tune. The pep band at uh, ODU used to play it as our opening track, and it just, and it it gave us that same kind of vibe. But I just, I figured, you know, Spencer Davis made it pretty, uh, and no, Steve Winwood made it pretty famous. So, well, here here was the thing, that song, and and I, you know, I, I've done, karaoke, I've done it at karaoke. That's a tough song to sing, but it's a fun one though. Oh, it's fun as hell, but it's it's tough to sing. And so I had to give I had to give uh, Belushi props for doing because he he did it justice. It's it's funny you said said that Keith that you you felt like they they did it better or you know they did it justice. Uh, that goes to that what what Fredo was saying earlier because that is exactly why I left it out. It's like I heard this elsewhere. It goes yeah. to Fredo saying you know well do you know I mean I knew they were all covers but like there was only a couple that I had heard the originals. So, right. Uh, well, and I kind of, you know, I even questioned about cutting Soul Man because of that. You know, I was like, all right, they've, you know, but Soul, Soul Man is such, I mean, that made this album, I think, go platinum a few times. Yeah. I, th- yep. I think they, uh, I believe it went. Well, yeah, I haven't seen it, but yeah. It, to me, they're just synonymous with that song. Like, I mean, yep. you know, even oh, knowing it's a cover, it's, it goes together. Yeah. All right. Uh, hmm. 
right, I've been sitting on this one. I'll I'll try this one out. Uh, Shotgun Blues. Nope. Nope. All right. It's a good one though. It's more of that I, classic blues. I'll be honest with you. I, I I that's probably one of the only songs I don't like by them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't I, like it. I just got to be in the mood for it. Yes, I'm 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 not a fan. All right. <laughs> but that's the only. But again, that's the only one that I can think of that I, I don't like. Huh. Yeah, I think I said that wrong. I don't not like it, but I've got to be in the mood for it. So right. right. Um, Keith, it is your turn, sir. All right. Let's see. I've already. Have I said I don't know? You have not, but I no. I do have it. 1952. Willie Mabon. Yes, I got it. All right. Unanimous. We are halfway there. Look at that. Excellent. Now this conversation's about to get interesting. Well, you know what? I think we need to keep it on a briefcase. And I'm going to go with the other single they released off of that. Originally done by the Chips in 1956. <laughs> it's a good song, but no, I don't have it. I don't either. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, I think it was song 17. Like, I had it all the way up until I don't remember which song it was I heard. Uh, but it was one of the last songs I heard, and I was like, "Nope, this one, this one goes in, that one goes out." Uh, that, that, oh my god, I love that! Boom, boom, boom! <laughs> you should do that for karaoke. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? The problem with that is that I would be trying to read the words, and I, you know, shuba daba haba haba, maybe just a dramatic reading. <laughs> All right, uh, let me go with, how about From the Bottom? Nope. Nope. That's right. All right, Keith? Let's see. I think I've given all my briefcase ones. I'm just going through making sure my notes. That one. Yeah, because now at this point i got to like go through and just keep track. Yeah, so do I. I've only got three left. And we said B-Moon. We said Flip-Flop. Um. Yeah, I think I've got three left as well. Um. So let's. This, I, I imagine Fredo might not have this one since it wasn't on Spotify. But shake your tail feather. I got it. I don't. Love me some Ray Charles. Funny, funny fact. Um, there isn't much. You know, obviously I've seen bits and pieces of the movie. Uh, the band Hanson did. A, yes. Have you seen that video? Yes. Yes. It, it's tremendous, and it's got Weird Al in it, and it's fun. They did shake your tail feather. Well, they did a, a they did a music video that was basically the the dance number from Shake Your Tail Feather, right. but it was a different song that they wrote, I believe. Yeah, it's um, and it, it was a fun music video that was basically thrown back to that scene. I gotta say, what you gotta text me the name of that song. Yeah, I'm trying. You know, normally I, you you boys keep talking. I can I'll find it out. Normally okay. I have that stuff on tap <laughs> because you know me and Hanson go together like uh, Ramalama Ding Dong. <laughs> Hanson's gotten better. They've gotten better as they got older. Oh yeah, d- yes. definitely, yeah. dude. Hey, I've told you, I worked a ton of shows when I did production and I did security, and uh, the only show that I ever saw people sleep out overnight for. Show was the next day. It was Hanson. There were, there were people camped out for the I've next day. I've been thinking about something other than you. Bam, 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 bam. I, that, I think that's the song, Thinking About Something. 
I've been thinking about something. I've been thinking about something all right, all other right. than you. you. Hanson had their day. Well, they still do, actually. <laughs> Technically. Well, and it turns out they actually did it. They actually covered Give Me Some Lovin' and Shake Your Tail Feather. I'm not going to pull up the YouTube link, but I will send it to you boys later. Huh. Yes. I not seem to find that, that the actual song we're looking for, though. That's the thing. Because I don't know what the song's called, so I'm just like... He just, uh, I think he just said it, thinking about something. Yeah, thinking about something. But I'm, they they have a great respect for Motown. Anyways, we we won't. <laughs> hey, sorry, that was a computer issue on my part. <laughs> yeah, Hanson already had their day. This is the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So my turn, I believe. Keith right? put yeah. Keith put Shake a Tail Feather out. So it's right. it's your okay. turn, Fredo. This is my last one because I didn't include the four songs. Okay. Um, and it's off the soundtrack. 1964 by Solomon Burke. Everybody needs somebody to love. I got, I got it. it. Wow. Yes. Yep. I you went out with a bang. Yeah. Got it in. Hey. And yes, it is thinking about something. Hey. I've got it. Goes. Yeah. I've got the link. I'll, I'll send it to you boys in the chat. It's got a ton of horns in it. It's it's a it's a catchy little tune. Did you just say it's got a ton of porn in it? <laughs> if that'll get you to listen to it, then yes. <laughs> All right, boys, I got to go. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Fredo, you're out of songs. I've got one left. That same. Must, same with you, right, Keith? Yeah, because I, I did 16. I cheated. <laughs> All right, so I'm oh. going to bounce this one off you. Think. Okay. No, I don't have it. All right. What was your Jail- last? Jailhouse Rock. Uh-huh. Uh, you know why I didn't put that song on? Mm. Because it was blocked out. Yeah. That's same right. reason I didn't put Think and Shake Your Tail Feather. Yeah. No. Let's see. Well, and, and that's the thing is I I pulled up pulled up some, the uh, the soundtrack stuff here, and there's actually eight songs that aren't on or in the um on the soundtrack that there should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know I mentioned "Can't Turn You Loose," the opening you know right. theme so to speak for when they're coming into the Palace Hotel Ballroom, but they did a um, "Soothe Me," "Hold On I'm Coming," Sam and Dave. That's when, right. When, when the other Sam and Dave song. I was trying to remember if they did that. The, they have. I'm sure they've done it since Belushi passed, but they didn't. Pl- they didn't play it. Um, boom, boom by John Lee Hooker, which damn good song. I would have thrown that on my list if it had been on the album. Right. Um. Let's see. Let the good times roll. They're playing at Nellwood's apartment. Uh, Anima Ecore, which is what the uh, Murph and the Magic Tones are playing when they come in. Murph and the Magic (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're through the first round, and we got six in unanimously. Sweet Home Chicago, Who's Making Love, Soul Man, She Caught the Katie, I Don't Know, and Everybody Needs Somebody to Love. That's solid six to start. Now the convo. pretty damn good. Yeah, so we, we need four of these. I think it's seven or maybe eight. Okay, there's yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Hold on, let me scroll down. Yeah, it's either eight or nine. Okay, we got Hey Bartender, Theme from Rawhide, Shake a Tail Feather, Guilty, B Movie Boxcar Blues, Riot in Cell Block Number Nine, I Ain't Got You, and Going Back to Miami. And we need four of those. Mm. So does any of that jump out as? You know, uh, yeah. Let's get rid of it. 
anything that we that jumps out as let's get rid of oh get rid of mm-hmm. uh, i was gonna say guilty needs to go through i i i would say get rid of shake your tail feather because again that's that's some uh ray charles that's ray charles it's ray charles doing the lead on it um yeah i would say get rid of that just i, make, I, like, can, get that. I can get behind that logic yeah but that you need to watch the movie and just watch that whole scene. That whole scene is yeah. really awesome. So, and I was wrong. It wasn't that Nime Akore is playing when they're visiting uh, one of the band members' homes. Quando, quando, quando is what Murph from the Magic Tones is. I just don't want anyone listening and being like, Keith was wrong about these films. I, I got to say this right now. Uh, your Caucasian accent, I just realized what you were saying. It's quando, quando, quando. And you're saying, Quando, quando, quando. <laughs> and I was like, I'm trying to remember what what song was that? <laughs> quando. Yeah, well, you you know what I you know what I'm trying to say. No, I know now. I did yeah. at the time. When? Chuckling. Because <laughs> I'm white. I I I'm, I'm ch- laughing at my whiteness. I'm sorry, bro. That's wrong with me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Get out there. All right. So um so we lost Shake a Tail Feather. Yes. That, that only gets us one step closer. Let's see what we've got. One, two, three, four, five. There's still seven here that we need I've, to trim down to four. Here's what I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. I've got three that I'm a scrap for. Okay. So we we need to discuss this. Here, here's 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 my three. B movie boxcar blues, riot and cell block number nine, and going back to Miami. Okay, those, those I will agree with B movie. All right. Well, I was the holdout on B movie, so let's push that one through. Okay. And Torres, I'll give you one of those if you give me guilty or I ain't got you. I'll, okay. How about? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Justin. We just kind of kicked you out of this conversation. <laughs> <We're just> like, <laughs> well, here, here's what I'll do. You guys had guilty, and guilty was my number sixteen. Okay. okay. So I could I I could push that one through. All right. So that puts us at what? One, two, Eight. three, four, five, six. Now, so you're going to give me either going back to Miami or riot in cell block number nine. Yeah. Which one did you have? I didn't have either of them. All right. So which one are you feeling more? Going back to Miami, probably over riot block, riot um, cell block number nine. Okay. I, you know what? I, I can I can do that. Um, because we're not getting rid of cell block, but that's just a deal. Because yeah, Justin could still throw it in there. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so go, going back to Miami. So we'll push Miami through. Right. All right. So now it's the last one. And what do we got? We've got a shit ton songs. <laughs> hey bartender, theme from Rawhide. I ain't got you and Riot and cell block number nine. It sounds like the showdown has got you versus cell block. Um, I'm willing to. I I I I don't care about hey bartender. We can get rid of that. All right. If 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 the crowd agrees, yeah, whatever. It's a good song, but you know, I ain't yeah. pick. Right. And then, so what do we got now? Theme from Rawhide. I ain't got you. Right in cell block number nine. My my votes. I ain't got you, but yes. I've already I've already made deals. So See, yeah, my my vote's going back to Miami, and I've made deals too. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm sorry. My vote uh, is it, cell block. Um, and I've made deals because we pushed Miami through, so I can't. Uh, and I got guilty through, so. So Rawhide's out. 
And like I just okay. like I just said, the showdown is I ain't got you versus Cell Block number nine. I just you might be the tiebreaker on this one, man. Yeah, who, who did? Which did you have both of them? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had both. Well, then you, no, just, then you wait. No, yeah, because I had ain't got you. I didn't well, have. So did I. Oh, okay. So you you guys had that, and I didn't. Okay. okay. And okay. I had Riot and Cell Block number nine. And I did. I had Cell Block. Okay. So so, so it's on you. Mm. You're, you're, you're you're the one now. You and I had Cell Block. <laughs> you want Rawhide? <laughs> I mean, it's your it's your pick, Justin. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, if if, if you know whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this logic just because number one it gets me out of the pickle, but uh. Be, oh, don't be a pussy. No, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, as a new listener, Cell Block caught my ear. It was a fun riotous little number, and it caught my ear enough to get through to my twenty. I there mean, you go. I ain't got you was a, a wonderful tune, but it it didn't catch my ear enough to get through. So, or my fifteen rather. I've, said 20 twice now but cell block got my ear i ain't got you didn't all right and then cell block it is boys nice and easy there we go now let me slide this one over here all right so here's the 10 and then we will finish this off with the with the bullet all right sweet home chicago who's making love soul man she caught the katie i don't know everybody needs somebody to love Going back to Miami, guilty, riot in cell block number nine, and B movie boxcar blues. All right, so I'm what? Good with that list, yeah. yeah, that's a solid list. Yeah. So what's the number one with the bullet? Now that has to come out of the unanimous choices. Yes. So, so that, give us the unanimous choices okay. again. Let's see. It was Sweet Home Chicago, Who's Making Love, Soul Man, She Caught the Katie. I don't know, and everybody needs somebody to love. Oh, now my... it's not going to be Soul Man for me. I don't think. Okay, it's not what? It's not going to be Soul Man for me. I don't think. I mean, it's it's their quintessential song. It is their song. You know, they've made it their own. But like, I don't, I don't think that's my number one with a bullet. Now here's the thing, and and personally, I will agree with you. Mm-hmm. But this is a list that we're giving. To somebody who's never heard it, Soul Man was the hit. Soul Man was the song that got a lot of people to listen to the Blues Brothers when nobody listened, nobody heard of the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a fair point. And 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 because because I'm with you, of those six, that would not be my personal number one choice to 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 turn on. I mean, to give to people who know the Blues Brothers. Right. But this is a list for people who don't. So I'm not saying Soul Man needs to be in, but I'm saying it needs to be given more consi- – it, it, it can't be easily dismissed. Fair enough. I, I, can, I can go behind that logic. We're, we're going with, uh, you know, the name of the game, so to speak. So, right, yeah. right. So I think – I want to put, I, I'm gonna I, put I, mine I, out here. Like judging – like listening to this conversation, um, it was it, – it made it through unanimously. And again, judging from the conversation, uh, Sweet Home Chicago. Is that what you're saying? You know, uh, is that what you're saying should be the song? Yeah. I'm good with that. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought this I was really going to be really difficult. 
<laughs> well, it never it doesn't have to be, but you know the the thing is like yes, Soul Man, Soul Man in Sweet Home Chicago were the two that immediate like Soul Man was the one going in, like that was going to be the one I was gonna say that should be the one, but the the conversation we had made me think Sweet Home Chicago would be the better choice. I yeah, I, I can get behind that logic. I mean, it it really is a solid song. It's it's bluesy, but they they give it a little more oomph behind it, so to speak. Um, yeah, I'm good I, with it. I'll tell you what, I like it for several reasons. Number one, the name of the band is the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's a remake of a Robert Johnson song, King of the Blues. Um, uh, and and number two, Keith made such a case for Chicago, right? That it really, you know, it, yeah. Yeah, and it, the one thing I would take away from the Blues Brothers, if they were real, is that they're from Chicago. They they embroider Chicago. Is that the word I'm looking for? Embroider? Embody. Embody. All right, you know I'm from New York. Fuck you. I'm not from they're Chicago. flame broiled. They flame broiled Chicago. <laughs> they're broiled in Chicago. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I got to go. I, I'm good. I'm really, really good with that. All right, so and sweet, de- sweet home. dedicated to Magic Sam, you mm-hmm. know? There we go. So Sweet Home Chicago is our number one with a bullet this week. I may end up changing the name of that. I don't know how comfortable I am with that, but uh, number one with a bullet. Yeah, it's just it, it, it's, it's a well, saying. Chicago, Chicago, yeah. It's a saying. So, um, all right, gents, we we've done it. Uh, we we made a meal out of the Blues Brothers here. I'm glad it finally happened because it was fun listening to them. Me too. Now you just need to watch the movie, Justin. It's only yeah. two and a half hours. What are you doing? <laughs> That's true. And it's and, it, and it's gonna fly by. Yeah. It, it, School it, starts. The kids are gone, right? Right. Y- yeah. You know, maybe uh, maybe sometime this week I'll, I'll get it in there. So. It's true. And a fun little fact, Justin. If you buy the 25th anniversary, there's actually a picture of Keith in the special features. What? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Really? Yeah. <laughs> What did that happen? They were doing on the 25th anniversary uh, DVD or whatever. They released the director's cut of the film, and they were putting all these new special features together. And they had asked for uh, pictures of fans to do this like special feature about how much Blues Brothers meant to people, and you know how much people have put their lives, you know, right. they've affected their lives, whatnot. They've influenced them. They've had such an impact, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, there was at one point where they were flashing through a bunch of photos of fans dressed as the Blues Brothers, and sure as shit, I'm in there with my buddy who used to dress up with me at the ODU basketball games. Nice. You know what? Yeah. For some reason, that's only right. <laughs> so hopefully you guys uh, go out and do that. Uh, let me uh, run through these last ten, and then we'll wrap her up here. Uh, Sweet Home Chicago is our number one. Who's Making Love? Soul Man. She Caught the Katie. I don't know. Everybody needs somebody to love. Going back to Miami. Guilty. Riot in cell block number nine. And B-movie boxcar blues. That's your ten. And uh, so next week is garbage, I think. Uh, it should be. Don't, don't judge the show already. I mean, <laughs> order. No, no, no. Fredo, Fredo. I, I, I appreciate where you, what you're doing here, but no, no. It's the band garbage. Oh, Shirley, Shirley Manson and Co. Um, and then I think the week after that, Keith is uh, Jimmy Eat World finally. Oh, okay. Well, it's going to take some time to do that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are we in the middle? 
I get, I get nothing from you guys. Nope. I, get, I, get, I give you the setup with garbage. I could, come on now. I, mean, the garbage joke was better. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw something out there, boys. Look, if you guys want to revisit the Blues Brothers another another time, you know when you're looking for shows to do or whatever, Justin and uh, we do a Blues Brothers show post Belushi. Oh. Oh. They had they had two two studio albums. One I actually don't own because it just came out last year and I didn't know about it. And then they had the Blues Brothers 2000 soundtrack. They have a live in Montreal. They did, yeah, they did a world tour in '97. And then they had the Chicago House of Blues in '97, and Jim Belushi's on that album. Ah, so I mean, yeah, so, that might be something fun. If we want to do a uh, Blues Brothers post Belushi, it won't be as fun. <laughs> Won't be as uh, good, but you know, it'll speak, speak to some listeners. What that's a sell! To, uh, that's the way to sell it. Yeah, yeah you know. Hey. I mean, and the second the second movie is garbage. You know. <laughs> Not but, the band. You know, please but, convince us, Convince but me. To the, do it. But the music, the music, and the legends they have on that <laughs> that uh, that final battle of the bands, and the, the songs they have in that movie are just are really good. The music <laughs> is better than the movie on that one. But, you know, we can listen to the other albums, too, while we're at it. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> hey, the more I started talking about it, I was like, all right, this isn't a good idea. You had me. You had me. <laughs> well, I had, to make up for those, I had to make up for those horrible jokes you were making, Taurus. Someone had to put some laughter back on this show. Ew. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so Blues Brothers, ladies and gentlemen. Learn them and love them. We'll see you next week.